Hello and welcome to a podcast of things that were broadcast on actual radio. I know it's shocking, isn't it? And yet somehow we get away with it and then it gets turned into a podcast that sounds an awful lot like this. On today's show, reasons why I'm feeling happy about stuff, that Roll Dahl edit might get a mention, celebrity foods. Which is weird because we're also talking about how there's a food shortage. So one problem solves the other, I suppose. We'll do another update on Strike Watch, which we've not done for a while. Zebra News? I don't think we've ever done that. But in the A to Z of pointless news, we'll be starting at the wrong end, aren't we? But that's, well, that seems about right for us. This news story we couldn't do much with because it's really short, but um, scientists say they've finally discovered why zebras have stripes. And, you know, the obtuse amongst you might be thinking, well, it's because if they didn't, they'd be horses. Right, 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 look at this. Apparently, it's to protect them from horse flies. Literally, so that the horse flies look at them and go, don't look like a horse, I'll go elsewhere. The, what, are you sure? I'm not sure we ever, I don't think we ever made a jingle for this, Strike Watch. It's the kind of thing we would have made a jingle for, but at the same time, if you're talking about strikes, yeah, why work? You know what I mean? Two things to bring you as we update you about strike action. Driving instructors will go on strike next month. Oh, no. Terror. Look, I realise if you're trying to learn to drive, that will annoy you. But for everyone else, that's just good news. That's so good. Because it's really annoying when you're driving behind a learner. And I know right now someone's going to say, we were all learners once, Steve. Yeah, but... We were all toddlers once, but if someone crawls in front of me when I'm shopping, I'm still annoyed. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, am I out of order for thinking that? I understand why it has to happen, and it is a bit annoying. But it won't be, because they'll be on strike. So whenever this strike day happens, we'll just get um, just move around a little bit quicker, won't we? I like that. More than 1,600 members of the Public and Commercial Services Union will take uh, strike industrial action. I hope it lands on the same day as junior doctors are set to strike, because if ever there's a day where fewer accidents might happen... Oh, I'm being harsh. Did you spot this news story that Ed Sheeran is launching a range of sources? Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, fair enough. I suppose, look, Paul Newman did salad dressing or whatever, and Lloyd Grossman did whatever he did, his pasta sauce. I always thought, you know, when he was on Through the Keyhole, I bet he left a few jars. Who would live in a house like this? They've got excellent taste of food. It's as good as I can get in terms of Lloyd Grossman impressions. Leave me alone. Um, Ed Sheeran has launched a range of spicy sauces, which he reckons will be as popular as tomato ketchup. <laughs> Look, good luck to you for aiming high. Will it also be the best thing since sliced bread? Which is pretty good. I don't know if you ever bothered trying to slice your own bread. Pain in the, pain in the neck, isn't it? That's what I was thinking. But I did think, it's not an obvious fit for me. Ed Sheeran, I look at him and I don't think spicy sauce. He's got the look of a man who goes anything stronger than a korma might mean you need to call an ambulance. But <clears throat> I'm glad. No, it's good. Because it then means we can talk about this. What other celebrities should be bringing out other foods? Matches made in heaven that really should already happen. Um, so he's bringing out the sauce. Can't do any puns with that. Ed Sheeran sort now. Whereas Kevin Bacon making Kevin's bacon. How is that not happening? Why is he plugging EE when he's got Danish written all over it? Um, Cod Stewart. What else could we do? Uh, from the Rolling Stones, Beef Richards. And then again, no, I prefer organic food rather than stuff that's had that many chemicals through it. Um, Lionel Rich Tea already makes sense. Sunny D and the boys, if you're going into it. Um, 
Leonardo DiCaprio-san? My point is, I want to know which celebrities could bring out which brands. It feels like ages since we've done one of these talking about aliens, and that's because I got genuinely scared the other week when I thought those balloons might be aliens, so I stopped taking the mickey. But we're back now. Um, in the newspapers, a town is demanding a government probe as to why it's become Britain's UFO hotspot, with 6,000 people claiming they've had close encounters. It's in Scotland. Oh yeah, because they're well known for not making stuff up that they've seen. How's Loch Ness Monster... Anyway. So, 300 sightings a year happen up here in uh, Bonnie Bridge. Bonnie Bridge! Just near to Stirling. They spot something... This is quite high, isn't it, Stirling? I'm not sure. But anyway, it's in Scotland. And they spot something in the sky that they don't recognise. Scottish people, if you're listening, that's the sun. It. No, it's okay. Calm down. It's, don't look at it. Look away. And maybe don't stand in it for too long, because it's the first time you've been in it. It'll be, ooh, you'll smell Kevin Bacon then. But, hey, don't worry about it. I'm more worried about, not not aliens going to Scotland. I'm more worried about aliens. What are they more likely to do? I think they're more likely to find a way of picking up radio signals, which means they can broadcast, they can listen to what we say, and they could broadcast back on 107.5 megahertz. But surely that wouldn't possibly. Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. I see many of you are upset that the works of Roald Dahl have been censored. I thought he was already censored when I heard that the F in BFG stood for friendly. I mean, come on. I break through at the end, I suppose, then you'd hear me again, but nah, surely it'll never happen. You must have noticed this story, the Roald Dahl thing. The publishers have slightly tweaked the books to try and make them less offensive. And it's one of those stories where it's got everyone angry. Like, it's pointless doing it. There's no reason to make this edit, but also you shouldn't really care to. You can still buy the originals, whatever. But it is definitely an own goal for those people who are trying to be all right on, because this is stupid. Like, other editing might make sense, but what? So, some of the books of Roald Dahl having a bit of a tweak, including taking out the word fat from Big Friendly Giant, um, because fat is an offensive term, apparently. Wow, you wait till they hear about the food group. Ooh! They're going to have to go around and redact all of the ingredients section. Um, but, uh, why edit it? Why? You can't airbrush the word fat out of existence, because it, it is a word. And I think that's one of these things these books do, is introduce you to some stuff that might not be great, but it's one of the nicer ways to realise that there are nasty people in the world. Like, some of the stuff Roald Dahl wrote, they're not nice people, and it's not a bad way to be introduced to the concept of not nice people. I think you can over-bake these things and make them too, you know, uh, sanitised. Like James and the perfectly sized normal shaped peach, because, you know, not all peaches are size zeros, actually. Mm, you, know, you could ruin it. Big friendly giant will just be. You can't say big, but I can't say giant. Friendly's a bit of it. I don't know what you call that. Just a blank space. Although there are some children's books that I do agree should be redacted and made less offensive. Winnie the Pooh. Bit harsh. BBC News presenters. I know I'll never be one, but BBC News presenters have been ordered to dress more casually. But I suppose I'm interested in this because the job I have hopefully still have, 
on telly is playing the role of a newsreader on MASH Reporter Late Night MASH. And they dress me up as a, in a suit because newsreaders wear suits. Well, apparently, BBC News presenters have been told to dress, ordered it says, to dress more casually. Bosses have decided that if they look uh, sweaty and dirty, then viewers will trust them more. So for the next series of Late Night MASH, I could go in like this, which I know this is radio, but trust me, this is a state. Oh, absolute state. The corporation's director has said, uh, be as sweaty and dirty as uh, when you're in the field. I wanted the news anchors to dress like that. I like the idea of them really letting their standards go, like Hugh Edwards stood there in a dressing gown. Hello and welcome to BBC News at 10. This just in, but it's further in if I actually tie up the robe. We're talking about celebrity endorsements for food that should happen. John sent me a voice note. What you got? Steve, what about white bread Fred? Oh, yeah. Curtis Steiger rolls. Yep. Blue Maria, I've got to stop this. You're obsessed with bread, uh, bre- <laughs> steady. You're obsessed with bread, mate. What's happening? Then again, I might have been right the first time. Any more? French stick and Saunders. On, it's, it's not about the carbs. It's not all about the carbs. We've been talking food because, well, celebrity endorsed foods that should exist. Uh, John took it a step further and went, what about food-related kitchen utensils, such as Danny Air Fryer, Paul Potts, and pans? Uh, I like those, right? And we might have to make the the whole thing about that, because we might be running out of food. Food shortages are back in the news. I don't know if... uh, You you must have heard this. As does limiting shoppers to three packs of things like tomatoes, peppers and cucumbers. It's always embarrassing when I never notice a salad shortage before other people, because... I don't think I'm putting too much of a load on the system. I'm not the reason there's no salad, put it that way. The idea that you'll only be allowed to buy three cucumbers. Quick question. Who would be brave enough to walk out to the, walk up to the checkout with four cucumbers? Uh, it seems a bit much, doesn't it? It reminds me of the old Ken Dodd joke. It's a wonderful day for walking around, sticking cucumbers through letterboxes and saying, Mrs, the aliens have invaded. And we're back on aliens, so we better stop talking before that happens again. There's a story about goths. Hello, any goths listening? It's a long shot, isn't it? Maybe that's not my target demographic, but goths are making a comeback, apparently, as kids are becoming increasingly miserable. That's what it says in the newspaper. We'll read on. Generation Z youngsters are taking to black eyeliner and the love of metal music, which first rose to prominence in the 1980s. Good on you. Nothing wrong with a bit of 80s music, but apparently it's linked to misery. And I feel sorry for goths. Imagine that, opening a newspaper and finding out your existence is a metric for how miserable society is. Whatever there's an increasing gothery, gothism, goth, whatever the word is, whenever there's more gothic stuff, then it means you're more mis- there's more misery around. And I thought, it's probably really, really upsetting for them. And then I realised, no, actually, they love it. The uh, Right up their street, wasn't it? trying to think what stories actually we did get this one sent through by martin on twitter if ever you want to tweet me a news story of course you can at mr stephen allen this is a sphere 1.5 meters in diameter is washed up on the shores of i'm not going to try and pronounce that japan the other word it wasn't japan that I wasn't going to try and pronounce local police have closed the beach the object is still being looked at by specialists ball specialists i know it's a bit harsh but uh, let's have a little look at the picture it's no, oh, it's it's just a floating boy, isn't it? Like a buoy boy, one of those. Not like a floating boy, but no. Okay, well, apparently that's surprising to them. Unless it's like 
they also have those puffer fish, those blowfish thing. Maybe one has really committed to the name and been like, oh god, I can do more than ever before. It looks like one of those space hoppers from the 70s, just without the little ears. So, um, well, good news, so we're up to date on that. I don't think any other shows are covering minute-by-minute coverage of big balls being found in Japan. Feels like we're onto something here. It's, it's a niche that no one else will try and occupy. So there's the podcast almost done for the day. John did have another one when it came to celebrity food endorsements that we didn't put on the show. Steve, I can't believe Ed Sheeran ain't bringing out his own range of ginger nuts. Hey. <laughs> the uh, hey at the end saves it a lot, doesn't it? Um, I don't think we could have got away with that. Nor could we really get away with this, this news story. Men should pee sitting down to stop splashback hitting their... You'll never guess the next word. Toothbrushes. How bad are you at aiming that your recoil gets your toothbrush? Scientist Tad Truscott has warned that peeing from a great height can send urine flying all over the bathroom unless the the loo is three metres away from the sink. Three metres, about nine foot. Not a charm, not doing that well. Uh, then apparently droplets could potentially land on your toothbrush, spreading E. coli. So now you're saying I got E. coli in my pee. This story is not... I'm not walking away from this story feeling good about myself. Um, so look, I don't like these news stories, this US-born Tad, if that is your real name, which I'm sure it is. I don't like these news stories that tell men that they have to sit down to eat. I mean, I do sit down to eat because I want to go on Twitter, but... No, I've got no good argument for why I want to push back on that. I definitely do the thing they're saying. I just don't like the reason. I'm not doing it to save my toothbrush. Doing it to see if anyone's liked any of my posts. Speaking of which, follow me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.